Today is the day the Lord has made is an opportunity for us to rejoice. And these are the times in which God has decided we shall live. Lots of people stepping up to carry through on the responsibilities we have because of this age. There's listeners of mine who are running for school boards and city councils and state legislatures. Love to see that. Another great listener of mine is named Dr. Clifford. He is a doctorate in computer science, master's in information systems, master's in homeland security, is a background in uh, emergency management, so time in the, uh, in the guard. Dr. Clifford has taken a look at some of the data that the Washington State Department of Health has sent him back. He has been absolutely relentless in seeking the truth about the data around the COVID flu. Dr. Clifford joins us. Dr. Clifford, welcome back to the Todd Herman Show. Yeah, thank you very much for having me back. Appreciate it. Such a pleasure. Let me uh, just ask this flat out, this this question this way. Um, did Washington State know, or they have they ever known, how many people were actually sick from the COVID flu? Well, uh, I mean, based on the replies I've been getting, the data that I've downloaded, I don't know how they could. I don't think it's possible. The, the data is so vague and convoluted and just just garbage. I, I don't know how they could make a statement uh, with any sort of authority behind it. Right. So let's let's make sure that we explain this to people who are very busy. And yet my audience, Clifford, I would say, Dr. Clifford, they know more about the COVID flu and PCR tests than they ever thought they would. Let's start with this. A state of 7 million people was selectively locked down for almost two years. Schools, churches, small businesses. We've seen record numbers of teen suicides. We've seen people not getting medical care, dying from things they would have otherwise not die. Todd Myers at the Washington Policy Center has called out that there's been loss of life related to the lockdowns, massive loss of life. Let's start with this. What cycle rate, what PCR cycle threshold did they use to determine positive tests in Washington State? What was the, what was the exact cycle threshold they used? Uh, they've used two tests. Uh, they, well, they, they have three tests, but I only know for two of them. Yeah. Uh, one of them goes as high as 39, and the second one goes as high as 37. 37. And those, so everybody understands this. Those levels of tests return fictional results. Those levels of tests literally cannot tell if you have had a cold at one point in your life and recovered, or if you have the COVID flu. Even Fauci admits this. So running tests at that level isn't determining infections or sickness. It's also not determining whether people can pass the virus on to others. Isn't that correct, uh, Clifford? That it's not determining people who can, in other words, infect others. Correct. I mean, that's the, the concern that, you know, experts in this field have had all along. Yeah, is that the, that they're triggering false positives across the board when they're running at that high. Right. And to me, this gets worse. Now, I used a metaphor when we began the program. You call your bank because let's say you had an account, there's $100,000 in it. 
The next day you call and there's 50,000. They say, hold on, hold on. We use a lot of different ways to count what, what counts as a dollar. Tomorrow that might be back up to 100,000, so give it a day. You wouldn't do that. You'd, you'd freak. Clifford, does the Washington State, uh, Dr. Clifford, uh, does the Washington State Department of Health, do they have any idea what cycle threshold rates the rest of the state's labs are conducting? No, their reply to me was they have, quote, no insight or no visibility into any of the state, uh, non-state labs. All right. Everybody, just let's follow this down the logic chain. The Washington State Department of Health Laboratory are using 37 to 37, 39 cycle PCR tests. Tony Fauci has said above 25 cycles, you can't even culture a virus. They, they don't know. Those tests were trash. They have no idea if people were sick or not. None. Now, Dr. Clifford, you're saying at these private labs, Washington State chooses to not know what cycle thresholds these multiplicity of labs are using. Is that correct? Um, yeah, well, let me say I'm very, very shocked they have no visibility. How can you not have any visibility into these? You're the responsible authority. And you have no visibility. Uh, I guess they're choosing or they're... <laughs> Or they're not even bothering, so I guess it's a choice. I, I don't know their, uh, you know, why they're. That doing was unfair. This stuff. That was unfair for me to put motivation in your mouth. You right. are uh, you are a doctorate. Uh, it's unfair for me to put motivation in your mouth. So let me ask it more like a courtroom. Does the Washington State Department of Health have any idea what cycle thresholds these private labs are using? No. Okay, so folks, follow the metaphor back. You say to your bank, wait a minute, you're using different methodologies to count what, what counts as a dollar. What methodology are you using? And your bank says, you know what? We outsource that. So we actually don't know what methodology they're using to, to decide what counts as a dollar. You don't know? No, we don't. We don't, we don't know what that is. At what point do you say, this isn't a bank. These are thieves. These are con artists, or these are incompetents. Now, let's follow this down a little bit further. Clifford, uh, Dr. Clifford's with us. When the mRNA injections became available and are now being pushed, and now we hear they're going to be forced on people through mandates, there were some of us who noticed that the World Health Organization said, lower the cycle thresholds for what counts as a positive test. Stop using these high cycle rates like 37 to 39. Get this down below 30, down below 25. They announced that the day after Joe Biden was installed in the White House. Question, does, has Washington State lowered their cycle thresholds? Because I know you asked them, did they tell you if they've lowered their cycle thresholds? Um, so, no, that, this is the most recent reply I've received from them. And I was very curious on that because that definitely would affect the numbers. You know, if you've lowered the threshold you will get less cases, quote-unquote cases. Um, they did not reply directly on that. Uh, what they actually replied with is that they're just not tracking cycle thresholds at all. Like, that's even more shocking to me. But, yeah, they're not tracking whatsoever the cycle thresholds. 
They don't have that information available. That's how they stated it. Okay. I, I want to make sure that we take this and compare it and, and, and communicate it to people's lives. Like, I want to take the case of Yakima. Because all of a sudden we were told Yakima was a hot spot. We can't reopen central Washington. and we can, But we can reopen King County, but not central Washington. So we're going to get to that. I want to ask you a question as a professional. Um, you've been in information systems for a long time. Have you ever seen data that would be more more worse structured than this? Have you ever seen dirtier data or worse job of data collecting? Uh, never in a professional career. Um, this level of of, uh, of vagueness and, and corrupted data wouldn't wouldn't be stood for in a you know private business or even in a doctoral study. Um, yeah, this is this is this is just amazing to me. The the level of the level of impactful decisions being made on just garbage data. I guess, that's what I'm starting to call it, just garbage data. I don't know what else to call it. Um, it's I've never seen anything like this. All right. Dr. Clifford, stay with us because we're going to take some examples that have caused the ruin of family farms and small businesses and suicide with kids and the destruction of, of people's ability to earn livings from investment homes. It's It's been the most destructive act by government in my lifetime. Let's take an example like Yakima in Washington State. By the way, folks, our listeners around the country, I guarantee same technique has been used in your states. Dr. Clifford with us. We'll get back right after we check traffic. Dr. Clifford is with us. He has a huge number of degrees, a doctorate degree um, in uh, in uh, uh, computer science, master's in information system, and it continues on. Dr. Clifford has been working with the Department of Health in Washington State to try to understand what data they have about the COVID flu so far. We agree that they actually have no idea who was actually sick from the COVID flu. They can't. We've learned that they have absolutely no idea what cycle threshold rates independent labs in Washington State were using. So without that, they have no idea the accuracy or inaccuracy of these data. So let's take a case like Yakima, Clifford. Um, we had Jay Inzi come out and say, well, you know, we can uh, we can open the uh, King County in these uh, really uh, 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 populated areas, uh, but we can't open Yakima. It's, uh, uh, it's just uh, it's a Charles Bronson uh, death wish film. Uh, it's just a hot spot. So knowing what we know about the data, did they ever legitimately know if there were actually infection hotspots or if there was high cycle rates? Did they ever know? I don't see how they could. I mean, um, they have the same data that they were giving me, and it's impossible to tell any of that. It, it, Right now, the the data is historically so bad, um, there's no way we'll ever be able to go backwards and figure out anything because they didn't track anything except for a mark, a checkbox, and uh, something got triggered, a test got triggered. That's it. There's no meaningful additional data to try to analyze what that positive trigger means. Was Wait. it because it was too high? Was it because it was truly an infection? Uh, we'll ne- we, it's impossible to know. So, so you I, could, it'd not, be impossible at that time to even know. 
you could not do a regression analysis. You could not go back and say, was there ever a reason to keep central Washington locked down longer than King County? You're telling me the data is so bad, you can't go backwards and do like a forensic accounting work here? Correct. If they're not tracking, they're not even tracking the cycle thresholds that are being triggered. So let's just say that let's forget about whether they're doing um, high cycle thresholds at 40 or sometimes switching it down to 28. Let's just say they're always doing it at 40 just for consistency's sake, which they're not. They were already told us they have two different, three different tests of different cycle thresholds. But some people who may be legitimately infectious will be triggering at 25 or something. And then other people who do not have trigger at 40, because once you start going that high, I mean, you know, anything can start triggering it at that point. Um, past colds or just nothing it just gets triggered. If they're not tracking that, you don't know what percentage of any of the totals in the past were. Were, for example, I just picked a day, just a random date, May twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. Five hundred thirty confirmed cases on their dashboard. Okay, well, how many of those cases were triggered at forty? How many were triggered at twenty five or anywhere in between? It's impossible to know. Okay. Let's we don't know if they're this. all 40 or 25. Let's, let's take this to, to the sad ultimate conclusion for some people. We know that Washington State's Department of Health got caught twice lying about deaths. Lying like this. Guy gets in a motorcycle crash, injures his head badly, and sadly he dies. That would be a death, you know, a motor vehicle death. Except... A month prior to that, he had tested positive for the COVID flu. So in one of these tests, we don't know what cycle rate because they're not tracking it. That got counted as a death from COVID. Now, that's just that's terrible data handling. Maybe it's just blatant incompetence, except they never got caught making the numbers appear like COVID was less deadly. That never happened. So let me ask you this, Dr. Clifford. We have cases where someone is 82 years old. Um, they have, you know, uh, onset kidney failure, onset liver failure. They ultimately succumb and they die. But they had tested, quote, positive for the COVID flu. So they'll say it's either a death with or from the COVID. What I'm hearing you say is since they don't track cycle rates, cycle threshold rates, even in that case, they don't actually know that was a COVID death. Is that correct? That would be correct. Okay. The trigger, the positive trigger. That's, yeah, you are correct. So let's follow this out, folks. Courtesy of my friend Dory Monson at Car Radio, who did this investigation. If it's a COVID death, the hospital gets paid cha-ching money from the taxpayer. Guess who doesn't have to pay if it's a COVID death? The life insurance company doesn't have to pay a dime because there's a waiver because it's a pandemic. So, Dr. Clifford, to surmise on this, we've got a couple minutes left with you. You're telling me this data cannot be rationalized, cannot be fixed. There cannot be a forensic accounting. There can't be like a regression analysis. Correct. If you had someone working for you, who did this project in ways that didn't even affect life and limb, 
what would be your recommendation for that person's career? Well, they should be they should be fired. <laughs> they should be never do data analysis ever again. Stay away from data. <laughs> What's your reaction as a man? Because, I, I mean, we're talking to you in your professional capacity, but what are your emotions as you receive this stuff from the Department of Health? At least they're sending it to you. I mean, they're, let's give them that. I, I do want to give them that. Thank you for sharing this data. I'm, I'm sure it's embarrassing for your agency. Um, thank you very much for not hiding it and actually letting us see it. Th- let's give them that grace. And I do mean that. Thank you for that. But what are your emotions as you get this and you and you look through the numbers as you know, you're 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 a man in addition to a, a doctorate. You step back. What do you feel? Well, I mean, it makes me pretty upset and angry because it's affecting you know my my family, my teenage kids. They're struggling just as any, as well as anybody else's. Yeah, are they okay now? Yeah, I mean, in May 2020. When it started becoming clear that the data is garbage, uh, we went back to living as normal as we possibly could within, you know, <laughs> Good for you. legal. Yeah. Just it, it, my wife and I had a, a, a discussion. Figured, you know, for our kids' you know sanity. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting a little emotional now. <laughs> Thanks, <Yeah>. Todd. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, for our, our kids' emotional sanity, let's just get back to normal. I mean. It's not worth it. So, well, but the more I dig, the more upset it gets because it's it's troubling that uh, there's people out there that aren't as lucky as I have been with my family. Yeah, right. We got out. Um, it wasn't our intent to stay out. That wasn't the design. But it's become impossible to own private property in Washington State. So we didn't have to deal with the lockdown because of being in North Idaho. The lockdown didn't last very long, and people ignored it most of the time anyway uh, because this is America over here. And uh, so I, my prayers for your family and that, that this won't do lasting harm. It's already done lasting harm mentally to people. People have lost their lives literally because of the lockdown, literally because they couldn't go get medical care uh, or didn't because they were told if you leave the house, you'll die. Um, this is heroic work you're doing for no pay uh, and just for getting to come on the radio and sharing the truth with your fellow citizens of Washington State and, in fact, citizens of the United States. Dr. Clifford, thank you very much for, for committing your time to this. I just really appreciate you. Yeah, thank you very much, Todd. Keep up the good work. and Keep seeking after the truth there. So We appreciate it. Well, well, I appreciate it. Couldn't do it without your mind. I'll tell you that. That's just data I could dig into. We'll come back on the Todd Herman Show with your text messages.